welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so, so excited to have another interview for you today. We are here talking with actor Sarah Edmondson, and we're so delighted to get a chance to talk to you. She is going to be in the upcoming film, Roadhouse Romance. And thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what we like to do in our interviews is start by asking our guests to tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Well, I, th- I really feel like I've been an actor or performer kind of my whole life. I was one of those kids who would gather up all the children at a dinner party and put on a show at the end of the night, um, which I think was very much encouraged by my parents. And um, it was just like a hobby and things that I did throughout elementary school, extracurricularly. And then in high school, I joined um, a theater program at the end of, of that year. And then I went to university and it was sort of a, a thing at that point where I, like, I could be a therapist, oops, that goes off, sorry, a therapist, or I could go into acting. And, it, and that was sort of the crossroads. My mom's a therapist, my dad's a counselor. Uh, but both, yeah, but both of them always really um, were supportive of my acting career. And around that time, I also did get an agent. And then I went to to uh, university to do this theater program and my boyfriend at the time had an agent and he'd started working in film and television in Montreal and it was a great time for English speaking people in Montreal to, to start work because it was a small pool and there's lots of lots of um, production so that's where I got started mm-hmm. in film and television was it when in the 90s mm-hmm. in Montreal that's really cool mm-hmm. and I did you do musicals in high school mm-hmm. I did musicals yeah, yeah I did 42nd street and uh-huh. fiddler on the roof um mm-hmm. and uh god i don't even remember now so many things that it, <laughs> those are the those are the two that stood out for me as my those movie. are two really good ones oh yeah two of my favorite but i love musicals yeah. i love les mis i love um rent. yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. les mis was my favorite yeah i i I listened to the uh, the 10th anniversary concert recording like ad nauseum. <laughs> I knew every single song, oh, and uh, so when I finally got to see it, uh, my this was my uh, freshman year of high school. I got to see it on Broadway, and it was it 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 managed to meet my very high expectations at that point. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> I, I sang on my own in my theater school singing class like final production that's a hard song to sing it's very hard really hard songs but um such a belt song yeah (laughs) yeah that's really cool I I'm so excited I'm going to a Broadway trip in October and I can't wait I'm going to see I'm going to be there for uh five five days it's a pretty long trip uh and I'm I'm going to see Hadestown I'm going to see Waitress and Tina and six and Aladdin. So it's wow. going to be I epic. Mean, honestly, I don't know. I, I'm so out of touch with like the only <laughs> thing I know what was recently good was Hamilton. And that's probably like, I'm way behind. It's so kids. good. I love Hamilton. Yeah. I would love, mm-hmm. I want to really want to see that. Did you watch it on Disney plus? You know, I didn't because I wanted to see it on stage first. Mm-hmm. I should, I should, I should watch it on that. It'll probably be the closest I have till I get to New York again, which feels like not something that's going to happen anytime soon, but we'll see. You should, because it's a different experience because in the, in the filmed version, you can get close up on the actors, whereas like going to see it live, which I've been lucky enough to see, 
it's just a different experience and yeah. being part of the audience. So you should, you should do both. I will. I've, I've always had like a very fond, fond, fondness for musical theater and stage acting, mm-hmm. but ultimately now as a mother, I'll probably never do both again and just do film. And t- I mean, I wish I could do both, mm-hmm. but just the time commitment, Yeah, you know, um, and the, with the pay being so low in comparison. Yeah. To and I tr- truthfully, I don't have the chops to be a musical theater actress um I'm not strong enough singer oh wicked i loved wicked that was mm. one of my favorites as well oh good if we'll ever get the wicked movie okay i keep talking about it but then it just never seems to happen someone's <laughs> got to do it yeah. but uh you have been a voice actor in a number of projects and that's part of the reason why i wanted to interview because i love animation and so i always like to talk to any of the Hallmark talent that also does the voice acting. Someone like Giles Panton, who you, uh, you, we mentioned off air and Andrew Francis has done a lot and a bunch of different. Uh, so I'm curious kind of what your process is for coming up with a voice. Um, usually I, when I audition, I'm, you know, I get given a picture and I have a description like this is a character who's vivacious or tough or whatever the descriptives are. So I kind of internalize that, look at the picture and it's kind of an organic process and just try to express the voice that mm-hmm. I see with that picture, which reminds me a little bit of, of back to theater school stuff. Um, we did a lot of mask work where they'd give us all these crazy masks and put them on and you'd go into the mirror and you'd sort of a character would emerge and you'd start speaking in a different voice because you were inspired by the whatever you saw in the mirror, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it's similar for me when I'm auditioning. And, and truthfully, I'm not one of those voice actors who has a billion voices under their belt there. And there are people who do that. I have a smaller range because I can't go super high. I'm an alto and I just, my voice doesn't go that high. So I can't do like little babies. I mm. do a lot of um, teenage kind of like tough, you know, um, <clears throat> tough, strong women, which is great. Uh, sometimes um, like preteen or te- like young teen boys. Uh, and then now I'm, now that I'm in my forties, I'm doing more mothers and and uh, but I also do a lot of radio and a lot of commercials and it all I get to do a mix but it's I find it really fun and a great career as a mom because the it's much less time <laughs> commitment mm-hmm. usually a four-hour session whereas most movies are at least you know eight to twelve hour days yeah yeah so when you have a role that originated in another language like with the little prince uh, or some of the other projects do you listen to the foreign recording in in order to come up with you or do you treat it totally it's its own thing? Sometimes it depends what the production wants. I'm trying Little Prince, which was by the way one of my favorite projects ever to work on. I don't re- I think that they played it for me and I, they had like a reference, but they also were okay with me somewhat making it my own. Um, most productions have a have a voice ref that they give you when you're auditioning if they want you to match it. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. So do you, have you been recording at home? Do you have like a home booth or? I do. So right now I'm in my living room because it's just brighter and bigger. I do have a little booth, but it's not a proper voice booth. It's enough to audition with. It's not, Mm -hmm. um, it's not really enough to record a proper, I mean, I, I, that was my goal during the pandemic to set it up. But I realized in this home, it's just, it could, I couldn't, wasn't 
legitimately physically possible. But in my future dream home, I will have a booth for sure. Right, babe? Because <laughs> right, I know that uh, some voice actors use their closet. Yeah. And, and to, well, to get the sound. That's what it's it is. Kind it's, of their booth. It's, a, it's technically a pantry that years ago I turned into an office. Okay. for my office stuff and then during the pandemic i put um, panels up and made it more soundproof and got this proper mic and a um scarlet i don't know what that's called a, the thing that the cords go into that go into your computer mm -hmm. I the name of it right now so i have all the gear um it's just not soundproof mm, yeah, yeah yeah well that's that's really cool i love voice acting do you when you're reading to your kids do you do different voices I do. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite things of reading to the kids <laughs> is doing. In fact, I did, um, I was reading Harry Potter to my son and my British accent isn't amazing, but there's like, you know, all these, there's, there's Harry and there are all the characters and the wizards. So I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. But then I was trying to keep them all straight in my head. It was difficult. <laughs> uh, when I was interviewing Catherine Disher, uh, who's a great voice actress, she, she said that she was one time doing all the voices for her son and he was like, can you just read it? <laughs> yeah, that's happened. He's like, mom, I'm getting to the point now where my seven-year-old, I look embarrass him. And I love that. I love it. Like yeah. I'll break out into like a rap or something at the park. I'll start doing like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he'll be like, mom, right. stop. Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's true to kids. They don't really want you to play with them. They just want you to do it the way they, mm -hmm. and <laughs> they see them. it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you're, if I'm right, your first role for Hallmark was on What Calls the Heart. Is that correct? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to look at my own IMDb. I'm gonna do I that right think. now. According yeah, to IMDb, I guess so that you probably know better than I would. Um, that was my, I guess so. That was also pregnant with. Troy, the one I was just talking about. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. When I was, um, and that's actually, I think, why I was not brought back. I don't know this for sure, but I was mm -hmm. pregnant, and um, we were. I we don't. My husband and I already gotten married, but we were having a big wedding party. Our first, our first official wedding was a small thing, and um, just in case, in case people are wondering, was I pregnant out of wedlock? And we got married, <laughs> got pregnant, and then we had a big party. Yeah, um, and that's but I had my like staget and all that stuff. And the staget, mm -hmm. my, my um, dates for one calls the heart got switched. So I ended up being on set the day of my staget. And I had 30 women over at my friend's house and we had like a psychic tarot reader and a manicure person and all this oh. amazing food. And I missed most of it because I was in a scene and I, I was just like, guys, like, can you just like, it was a huge group. So I'm like, can you please just like shoot me, just shoot my scene so I can go to my, <laughs> my, my bridal part party and um i was the last close-up to be shot of the day uh -huh. and i and i missed most of it but it was worth it because i had a great time on one calls the heart um i wish oh, i've never heard that phrase before stakeette stagette i get stagette is that like a bachelorette party yeah 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 say like well, you, do you have a stag parties in the u.s well yeah like you can go stag to a dance and stuff oh. but i've never oh. heard of a stagette oh so a stag and stagette is the equivalent of a bachelor or bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like I'm, I'm going to someone's stag means I'm going to their <laughs> big, their big night before they, you know, lock it down and same with, cool. same with stagette. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm skimming my IMDb. I think you're right. I think that might have been my first thing for Hallmark. And then 
what do you have after that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting that the, the episode that you were on is all about kind of the power of the women in hope in coal Valley at the time, yeah. uh, because they find out they uh, all have to, all the women find out they all have to move out of the company housing. And so they, you know, put on their, uh, their mining caps and get to work. And uh, so it's kind of I, sort of sad that <laughs> such a female powered episode you were kept away from your, from your my from bachelorette your, uh, party. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I remember one of the producers was like, word of advice, don't accept a role when you're getting married. And I'm like, well, I, you're right. You're probably <laughs> right. I shouldn't have done that. But I wanted to do it all. I want to get married and be on One Calls the Heart. Yeah, yeah. No, no hard, no hard feelings. Um, well, but I think it all worked out. I guess I, I have good. pictures of me in my mining cap. I should post some of that a little behind. Yeah, the that'd be fun. For the what are they called the the Hardies? Hardies. Yeah, I'll send all yeah. of this. Hashtag Hardy action. That'd be fun. Uh, so then, according to IMDb, your next film was Love at First Bark. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was Hallmark. Cassie. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty cute movie. I was curious. With... Did you see that one? I did, yeah. With Jana Kramer and Kevin McGarry. And so you can, and we love Natasha Burnett. She's great. So I had a, a, a great cast. Yeah. Plus, all those doggies must have been fun. Yeah, it was so <laughs> fun. And I got to be pregnant. I was pregnant in a couple films back to back, actually. That one. And then in um, At Home in Mitford with, with uh, Andy McDowell mm-hmm. was also pregnant in that one. So this is mm. a thing being. Yeah. Being yeah. They put you to work. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you were in the second Wedding March movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, those ones always look like a lot of fun to be in yeah. at that resort and everything. I was just happy to be, yeah, I was at Harrison Hot Springs and being put up in the hotel with the hot springs and being an ensemble, ensemble cast, like yeah. ensemble cast with pretty much anyone in Vancouver I'm happy to be working with. It's like, oh, you're on this film. Awesome. Let's work. We'll have a hot tub. And like, you know, it's just. Yeah, except for you can't, you couldn't do the hot springs if you're pregnant. That's not fun. I wasn't pregnant for real. I was pregnant in. Uh, oh, in, okay. Yeah, I was pregnant as a character. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But in, in Wedding March 2, I was not pregnant. Okay, good. Um, so then you were in Wedding of Dreams, and so you got to work with Debbie Gibson. That must have been super that was fun. Awesome and hilarious because she's such a hoot and she's so talented, and she's just like breaks out into song whenever she has a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's just the best. Yeah, I think Elaine Edwards is, is telling us that uh, that she would put on little kind of little concerts type things yeah she's just like she's just there playing it's amazing yeah it was so wild <laughs> yeah that's cool he's also another one of our favorites Lane yes. Edwards yes he's so he's funny Lane. Lane is great he actually one of those nights we finished at four in the morning I was so tired and I had self-driven and I was worried I was gonna fall asleep so we we he called we talked to even in separate cars I called him yeah. he, he talked me home <laughs> oh, 45 minute drive home he was such a sweetheart that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've done a couple Christmas movies. Welcome mm-hmm. to Christmas, Five Star Christmas. And I'm yep. curious, do you prefer doing the Christmas movies or doing the non-Christmas movies? I mean, it just sort of depends on the script and the people involved. Um, my role in Five Star Christmas was teeny, teeny, tiny. That was more um, something fun because uh, Christy Will, the director, needed a 
because it was COVID, a real mother and child uh, pair for mm. a flashback. And what was really funny oh. is that is the, the, the child was my son who had curly blonde hair. We pulled it into a ponytail to play a little baby girl. And this was for a flashback scene. And and I, like I was just mentioning before we started uh, meeting Bethany Joy Lenz or Joy Lenz, uh, she was the lead in Five Star Christmas. I didn't know mm. her at the time. So in the flashback, she finds a video of herself on a VHS ta- uh, tape with her at, in the time of the movie Deceased Mother. So I play mm. her deceased mother and my son plays her as a little girl. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I just met her recently. I'm like, here's my son who plays you in a movie. And, you know, the weird world. Yeah. But Welcome to Christmas was a much more substantial role. And that was really fun because I got to work with um, one of my really one of my oldest friends from, from Montreal, like I, like I said, I got started in the nineties and one of my very, very first shows was it was a TV show on YTV, which is like Nickelodeon in Canada. Um, it was called the mystery files of Shelby Wu. And it was like Ooh. this Asian Nancy drew teen mystery <laughs> drama and Jennifer, Jennifer Finnegan. I don't know if you've ever uh-huh. had her on this. Like she no, was, I never have. Okay. So she was the, she was on that and I was on that and we became friends and then she moved to LA and she was on Bold and the Beautiful for years oh, yeah. and had this incredible career. And we've been, we've kept in more than just touch. Like she's one of my, one of my besties. Um, so we got to work together on that and, uh, and uh, we had a blast and we kept each other afloat in those That's long cool. Hallmark days. Did you shoot that one in the summer? Were you roasting? I feel like it wasn't summer, but it definitely was excessive amount of sweaters. I remember it being like, and then, you know, trying to make, you probably have heard, it's just very difficult yeah. to make, make, in fact, I've had a couple of Christmas auditions in the last few weeks and it's been really hot here. I'm like, I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can sit in a, in this heat, in a Christmas jacket. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I know they give like ice packs and things like that, but it's definitely got to be challenging. I think that's why some people prefer the non-Christmas. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's got to be a way. I'm just going to propose this to the Hallmark producers mm-hmm. to start shooting a year in advance, <laughs> you know, start yeah. in Christmas, shoot the Christmas movies for next year. And then you won't have this problem. Yeah. Or during winter. Yeah. Or even winter. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like shoot them, shoot them when it's seasonally appropriate because also in all the Christmas movies, I'm sure nobody cares, but I would look at it and go, those trees are green. <laughs> you know, those are not winter trees. We also get, there is this one stock photo of a car driving through white, uh, uh, snowy trees. I swear I saw that thing 500 times last Christmas. It was like the same stock video over and over and over again. Like, can we use something else? <laughs> yeah, well, some, some formulas are just tried and true. We actually, my husband yeah. and I have a couple ideas for some, for some scripts that we want to write if we ever get our act together. Yeah. Right? We're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have what, one of them is that we have this um, summer resort that we go to, um, and I'm actually not going to say it here. I don't want anyone to steal my idea, but I have an idea for a summer resort Hallmark movie. For Christmas? No, for a summer. It'll be a summer movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear you. Because I was saying they're not going to purchase a summer, uh, no. a warm climate movie at Christmas. It, no, no. The only one that I've ever seen is um, they did one for, uh, a, we ended up on ABC randomly. They had one in Hawaii. Um, and then last year in, um, on Netflix, they had Operation Christmas Drop, which was set in 
uh, in um, like Tonga or Samoa or someplace like that. But uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, I would be in favor of uh, of having a warm weather Christmas movie, but yeah. you know, not not Hallmark. The the only one I can think of that Hallmark actually did was uh, was the um, I think it was called Rose for Christmas, which was set at, during about all about the Rose Bowl. Oh, the, the was, rose parade so oh you had God. to have it in pasadena so you can have snow yeah <laughs> nippy my husband anthony would have loved that because he's all about the rose bowl i took him to the rose oh bowl yeah actually for for a christmas present because what else am i going to get him yeah you should definitely check that one out then it's got rachel boston in it she's oh, delightful yeah we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast Terry Ferris, author of You Belong With Me and Until I Met You, returns readers to the charming town of Heritage, Michigan in the Restoring Heritage series finale. Fans have enjoyed immersing themselves in the complicated, funny, and endearing lives of this small town. And since you've been gone, Ferris offers another romantic tale where sparks fly when two people at odds in the past must learn to trust each other to ensure a better future. Not only do you get one great romance in Since You Begone, but it also has a sweet secondary relationship, which includes themes of faith, forgiveness, and love. Pick up Since You've Been Gone wherever you purchase your books or use our affiliate link. For more information on the Restoring Heritage series, visit www.terryferris.com slash books. That's www.terryferris.com slash books. All right. Well, so you have this new movie, Roadhouse Romance, coming out. And why don't you tell our audience a little bit about the movie? Am I allowed to? Is it like top secret? No, it's not top secret. I mean, just not like. What do you know about? Well, what do you know? And I'll tell you what I know. The summary on on IMDb uh, says when Callie returns home, she finds her hometown has changed. Her first love has a new girl and her family's barbecue restaurant has hit hard times. She clashes with a marooned big shot director who might hold the key to saving the restaurant. That sounds about right. And then romance ensues. Um, So So tell us about your character. Willa, Callie's um, aunt. And um, this is actually the first time that I've had a love interest in a Hallmark movie because Mm -hmm. I've always the either the supporting friend trying to get the leads together or like in wedding of dreams i was the wedding planner who was um debbie gibson's Gibson's character made an assumption that maybe i was the other woman oh you were that character in that movie yeah i was that was devious that was that was a pretty like devious character for a Hallmark movie. Like usually well, they don't have someone like literally going after the other person's well, band. I actually, I actually wasn't, but she thought that I was, I was just over there helping him plan the wedding. And so she, and she uh-huh. walked in on them cheersing with champagne, if I recall, and was like, Oh no, he loves somebody else. Yeah. But I wasn't like trying to, the character wasn't trying to, but yes. Yeah, uh, okay. So, but I've never had a, I've never had my own flirtation mm-hmm. in a Hallmark and I, I get to have one oh, with fun. Michael Teigen who plays, Ooh. um, Tyler Hines's character's agent. And so Tyler falls for Lauren and I fall for his agent. And it's all very mm-hmm. romantic and very sweet. It's a really, it's a very like, there's lots of references in the script to, you know, certain pop culture things that I think people will really enjoy. And I um I I thought it was I thought it was really lovely. Did you get to watch a screener? 
I haven't. I didn't get to watch the screener for this one, uh, but I was curious because I didn't know if Tyler is the uh, first love or the uh, marooned big shot director. Oh, he he's the he's the big director. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's the director, and um, he gets they get caught stopped at this roadhouse, and there's a there's a car accident. They can't leave town because oh. cars getting fixed, and <laughs> you know you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. You have to be careful with your cars. I mean, that's very similar to Welcome uh, for Christmas. Yes, there was a broken. She gets in the car, car accident, and then... <laughs> <laughs> don't drive to a small a small town and get into a car accident because you might fall in love and never. You might. You're either gonna fall in love or you're going to find out like a haunted house or something like yeah. that, <laughs> depending on which movie you're in, a yeah. horror movie or a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I actually think, and I, I know I have an affinity to projects and I feel close to the script and the people, but I really feel like this one um, has some really lovely messages to it. I won't say what, mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure people will enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just, it's just very heart, you know, really heartwarming and very sweet. And like, ultimately the characters do the right thing. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was that fun working with Lauren? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Similar to Debbie, actually, just like breaking out into yeah. song at any moment. She's such a, um, she's got such an effervescent, warm personality. And she's so talented and has like so much going on in her life. She has a book and a new album and this Hallmark movie. And it was just, it was just really fun. Like we had a really, ensemble cast is a cat, ensemble casts are fun anyway but when you have a lead like Lauren who's such a bright shiny star it's really and also very humble too mm-hmm. like humble and down to earth and you know if you didn't if you didn't know who she was in the country music scene you know that was okay you know what I mean like because yeah. she's like normal and friendly you know do we get to hear her sing at all oh yeah <laughs> yes oh, yeah. That all was right. the, and that was the best part for me because I was <laughs> playing her aunt hosting her in this, um, you know, in this uh, environment that was my mm-hmm. Tucker's Roadhouse. So I got to have these concerts, so sit front row. And we had nice. a number of like amazing private concerts because you, you don't just shoot it once. You shoot it from different angles. And mm-hmm. she's, I mean, she's a talent. I cried every time. I, I literally mm-hmm. cried because, you know, when you see a, a performance like a, it's mm-hmm. so moving and you're like just touched by it. That's awesome. Uh, it's so fun when we get a new talent because I, mean, I think this is one of our first movies that she's ever done. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're excited for the movie. It's going to be super fun. Uh, we like to end our interviews with some silly questions. I'm sure you yeah. heard if you listened to the interview. So, all right. First question. What is the best ice cream flavor? Uh, chocolate uh, and, and any variation of that, like chocolate, chocolate, coconut, dark, mm-hmm. the darker, the better. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, what's your favorite color? I think this color pink I'm really into right now. Color of my glasses are like oh. rose color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. What music are you into right now? Um, I'm kind of into Lauren's actually. Like I got, I made, I made um, actually myself and Adele who plays her first boyfriend um, made country music lists for us all so we could get into the nice. the vibe of the of the story so I'm, I'm really loving Lauren's mm-hmm. um, to be honest I don't listen to a ton of music right now because I'm always listening to books on tape and audible and um, podcasts but mm-hmm. and then when I do play music it's for my kids like Raffi and what are the boys into right now what are we listening to now 
a lot of Led Zeppelin in our house because yeah. we're all boys. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, the weekend. We love the weekend too right now. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah. Good. All right. What is your go-to date night food? Steak. Good. My husband and I love, love us some steak. <laughs> Back when we can go out and do stuff, uh, what is your go-to day night activity going out and doing something? Um, we would usually try to do something, but I would want to take him to yoga if we just were, but he was probably not super into that, but usually yoga and then we would go for like a walk and dinner. Like I said, uh -huh. really a nice steak um, or maybe like a double date with another couple. Yeah, you double yeah. yoga. Double yoga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dogs or cats? Cats. All right. Very good. Not that many people say cats, so that's mm -hmm. good. Uh, what, uh, which do you prefer, beaches or mountains? Oh, I can't. I can't decide. I love them both. I, I'm right now, I'm looking at the beach and a mountain. I'm nice. in Vancouver, so we got them both. What is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Oh. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, so my, my dad, my parents, my dad was raised Anglican and my mom's Jewish. So I got to do Hanukkah and Christmas. Mm -hmm. so that's similar to my mountain beach question. I'm not, I, I got to do Hanukkah, Christmaka. <laughs> Little plug to Hallmark. I want to be in the next Hanukkah movie. Yeah. Well, we Jewish. need to make that happen. We yeah, need to make that happen. happen. All right. Last question. What is your favorite Hallmark or romantic movie? Oh, um, the last romantic movie that I saw, and I just thought it was so sweet, was um, Long Shot with Seth Rogen and um, Oh yeah, um, um, with her. Charlie Theron. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Sure, that's my yeah. brain. I just thought that was like hilarious and sweet, and that just that's that's the last one that sticks out in my yeah. mind. But I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for romance, and to the point where my husband will, you know, I'll look lovingly up at him, and he'll be like, "This is not a Hallmark movie, Sarah." I'm like, "Please just." <laughs> and for a minute that it is um yeah so I, I like hallmarks. I like that one <laughs> kept wanting him to to change his uh his his jacket was the ugliest jacket I've ever seen and then it was just like it kept going through about the whole movie that windbreaker I'm like ah. oh yeah I know it's the worst <laughs> I think he's great yeah well very good you passed the test you answered all oh, okay. the questions <laughs> okay. do I get a gold star yeah you can keep being in Hallmark movies. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. It was a lot thank of fun you. to get to know you. And uh, do you have social media or anything like that? Do you yeah. want to share? Yeah. I'm Sarah Edmondson on Instagram. So S-A-R-A-H-E-D-M-O-N-D-S-O-N. On Twitter as well, Sarah J. Edmondson. And um, fingers crossed for me, I'm on hold for a Hallmark that I'd really love to do that maybe next time if I get it, I can come back. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, so let us know if you're listening, what you think about all the things we talked about. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, thanks so much again for coming on. And, and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. And make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you were watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our merch store and patron group. All the information is in the description. Thanks again, Sarah. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk, to, we'll talk again hopefully soon. You bet. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye.
Bye.